Hello and welcome to week two of Where's the Line. I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and boy oh boy, am I excited about the weekend ahead. I'm joined by our number two tipster, Tyler Jews. Oh, not for long, Jimmy. <laughs> How are you, mate? I'm very good, mate. Good to be back. Very good week of racing last week. Yeah. Special shout out to my boy, Home Affairs. He was an absolute superstar, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, this week is extra special for the boys at Where's the Line. Uh, we've decided to throw a bit of money into it and become a little bit more professional. Purchasing a full podcast kit, so shout out to Tyler for shouting that one. Yeah, courtesy of Home Affairs, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, great weekend. Uh, so it's very exciting times with potential opportunities for future sponsors, so keep an eye out. Um, after some good reviews from last week's show, we're going to continue in that vein, but we're also going to add a couple of segments in. So firstly, we're going to bring back the Let It Ride, um, so hopefully me and Tyler, or Tyler and I, can um, get, a, get a bit of money up our sleeve. And I think I might be carrying this one, I reckon. Uh, well, if I lose, we all lose. So. Uh, but yeah, nah, so we're going to bring that Let It Ride. And we also brought in a new segment known as Black Bookers, which is a couple of horses who impressed us from the previous week, whether it was in the trials or in the races. So um, look out for that one. And I think that's a great idea. And yeah, you know, it's, it's good for the listeners anyways to have a bit of an idea on what we look at anyways. So. Yeah, exactly right. All right, so without further ado, let's crack in. Two cracking meetings, Ramwick and Caulfield. We'll go straight to Ramwick with the feature being the Chipping Norton. The rail will be in our true position with rain to continue throughout the remainder of the week. So the track will more than likely be a heavy eight, possibly a heavy nine. Um, so look out for those mudlarks. Yeah, it's going to be very wet. It's raining like, every single day up until Saturday. And Ramwick's really not that well. Like, it doesn't have really good drainage. It's not quite as good as Rosal, is it? Nah, so I think um, it's going to be... Probably a heavy eight and probably best case soft seven. So. Yeah, possibly heavy nine, heavy ten. But let's kick it off with Ramwick Race 3, the Embrace Stakes, which has run over 1,200 metres. Um, who are you going here, mate? Um, I found it, I was a bit unsure because there isn't much that I've handled heavy going. So, But I did go cool and gutter. Um, she is a star filly. Coming off a Magic Millions win, off a soft, uh, pretty soft track. I'm pretty sure it was a soft six yeah. or soft seven. Yeah. And she did so pretty impressively, so... Um, yeah, that's that's my issue with this race. I just I couldn't find any other value other than Cool and Gutter was two dollars twenty. Um, she has residual fitness on her side, which is um, good. But this is just a stepping stone into the slipper, so I'm a bit worried about that. The other one I found could be a chance, but has no heavy track form. Is this extravagant star? Um, was pretty impressive last start um, and blitzed them. So I think he'll be a big watch. Yeah, I'm with you as well, mate. I'm with Cool and Gutter. Um, I, again, I found it very difficult to um, to mark this race chilly because the none of them have tried a heavy track. Yeah, it's um, Jamax stays aboard here. He's uh, was it three for three on it now. Um, it's a four dollar favourite for the Golden Slipper as we speak. So to get two dollars twenty here, it's a pretty small field. Um, I think as long as it can handle the, the heavy track, yeah, I think that, it, that's that's the only issue. Yeah, if if it handles the heavy, I think it's going to be too strong here. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree, mate. All right, let's go to Ramwick Race 5, the Liverpool Cup, run over 1,300 metres. Interesting race here, I reckon, with a few hosts of chances. Um, one of the pod favourites returns in Alligator Blood. Can he finally return to his pre-injury <laughs> form? Or, oh, I've done him. I'm, or is he going to continue to disappoint us? I've picked, I've picked him purely of on his, his trials. trials. Yeah, like, I showed Jimmy his trials the other day. We'll be both seeing his trials and he's... Very impressive, his last one. I think six lengths. Six lengths, and he wasn't off the bit really that much. He gave him a little bit of a push, but nothing really. So I think he's already been crunched into sevens from tens. Yeah, so. I did say that. So straight away, someone's already been throwing some big money on it, or someone's very confident. Gay Waterhouse. Yeah, probably. 
but yeah, I do like the yard, um, the yard he's coming from. They've obviously figured him out a little bit. Um, Nash on board as well, which is a big tick for me. So yeah, I think $7 is a little bit overs, but also be very cautious because he could be shit house. No. It's honestly going to go one way or the yeah. other. It's either wins or it comes last. Wins for a bit or... It wins or it retires. Yeah. I think that's. I think it's finally gotten to that stage. Yeah. Um, I just can't back it. <laughs> I just can't back it. I, I Honestly, I've, I've, I've tried to forgive it. I try to forgive it. I try to forgive it. But it, it's burnt me one too many times. So I'm going to lock in number three, Riadini at 12 to 1. I'm a big fan of that Quantigo, but... Um, I think he's going to win some big uh, races his prep, but the heavy track, I'm just not certain about it. Um, so Ray Daney at $12 is the value of the field. He's been running against much better quality horses to this opposition on Saturday, and I really like how he can go to the front and dictate terms. So he's obviously going to have Ellsberg right there with him, but um, he's over two on the heavy, but three for four on the soft. So I think he can definitely handle the wet, and I think being in that front half of the field he should get every chance and twelve dollars is a great, great he, price. he was also um had a few good trials before his run yeah in the last week's run or two weeks run when think it over race so that is a pretty good form race to come out of even, so. even though he did what get what what did he get 10 so yeah not the best but he's like think it over absolutely blitz him so yeah you could probably he, he's actually run around with less weight in this race as well i think he's down to 57 he had yeah. 59 there so. so you can probably cop off couple lengths off him anyway so he's a good chance yeah i'm on over at 11s definitely i think 12 uh yeah 12 dollars you sneaking in the dollar again uh it was 12 dollars <laughs> when i did my tips yeah, that's right. a, that's a great thing about doing the wednesday podcast mate we get the the, the juicy here yeah, um, odds. odds all right let's go to ramwick race six the guy walter stakes run over 1400 meters good race this yeah I found it a two-horse race, to be honest. Forbidden I, Love, Ice Bath. I, I was going the same way. And I've just went Forbidden Love purely for the price. I think Ice Bath's a little bit unders at $2 what? 35 $2.30, I think he's a little bit unders at that. But he is a wet track specialist. So if it does stay around in the heavy eight range, I think he is probably one of the better chances of the day. Um, but yeah, I just can't go past his first up run. Even though the bias did help it a little bit. It's still like good form and overpasses then frank that again and ran i think third so yeah and that mode went on to win yeah so it, you're looking at pretty good form lines out of that um i still think maybe he needs a run or two to peak i don't think this is his grand final so but i'm willing to risk at six bucks so yeah oh beautiful mate um i have gone with ice bath um same form line as Rhea Dini, which is i think the best form line in sydney yeah um, I've followed her for a very long time. I think well, she's only had four wins, but I've backed at least three of them. Um, I think the heavy track is definitely going to suit it. And um, it was very impressive first up, I thought. And it's going to be a much easier opposition. I do think Forbidden Love is the key danger. Um, but at $2.35, I'm still happy to take that for Ice Bath. So I'll have Ice Bath on top there. I, I think it's going to go shorter as well. If the track does stay heavy, I think he's going to go probably even shorter. Because... Yeah, it could be below the $2. could be yeah. a prong bet, but... Well, I don't see anything really else in the field. Maybe Vangelic. Yeah, I, yeah. Forbidden Love or Ice Buffer. Honestly, yeah. if anything outside them two, we'd not be very surprised. Giku maybe has good wet track form, but other than that, like, there's nothing really else. Promise of Success. I don't feel like Promise of Success hasn't really showed up to what all the hype is about her. Nah, definitely um, not. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, those two I reckon good bets. I agree. All right, the feature of Ramwick, the Chipping Norton Stakes run over 1,600 metres. A cracking addition this year. I think there's heaps of chances. Um, 
I think the this of all the races at Ramwick, this track, this one here is going to have the most importance on how the track is going to be. Yeah. The heavier it narrows it down to two or three. If it's uh, good or soft, it opens it wide up. I reckon. Yeah, I agree. I think Colette's one of the better bets of the card. To be honest, if it stays a heavy track, um, she's I'm three, with you. three for three on the track. Oh, three three on the heavy. Um, first up run was superb. Like. Very good to what second to think it over, especially for a not a renowned good first up horse yeah, so, and on a good track. Yeah, so I think she's gonna um, show a few things this prep. So I'm gonna knock um, think it over purely because of its form around the heavies. Yeah, um, but if it does go to the soft six, I'll bring it back in again. Yeah, um, or into the exotics, anyways. Very elegant. I'm not sure because coming off a Melbourne Cup campaign, it like, could easily win. Yeah, it can it's got the class to win, but I don't think. It's f- its first run was a little bit disappointing. I yeah. thought it would be well, a lot closer than well, what it was. Chris Waller did say, "Don't expect it to win." Like, it's, yeah, they're, they're prepping it for the Queen Elizabeth, so that's when she's going to be peaking. But yeah. coming off a cup campaign, I still think maybe she needs another run around the sixteen hundred. I think you're right. Yeah, and then she'll probably win a race, and then go. I think go into a race in the Queen Elizabeth. I yeah, think, I, think, I, think, I think you're that's right. How it goes, but yeah, I think Colette's one of the better bets of the day. Anyways, if it's a heavy track, in which I think it will be a heavy track, and three dollars ninety is money for jam. She's already been crunched from four fifty to three ninety. So. I'm with you. I'm on collapse three dollars ninety, and I'm telling you right now, if it continues to rain, it's going to come in shorter. Yeah, it could. It could get below money. threes. Nearly even money, I reckon. Yeah, I don't know about even money, but it could get below threes. Um, if it comes a soft track, I think think it over is a big watch. Um, but I'm really keen to see a couple of odds here, a couple of former international horses. So uh, first of all, number three, top ranked. Mm. Um, he's been trialing really well. Um, I think he's an absolute. Standout opportunity at um, some nice odds. And number seven, Maximal. Um, he had a couple of good runs last prep, so I think that they're two to watch for at, at the bigger odds. Yeah, top rank needs to prove himself as well because Annabelle Nation wants to get him into the All-Star Mile. So yeah. he needs to sort of prove himself for this because there is a few spots opening up. Yeah, very so I, I think he's great for the exotics. Yeah, I agree. Alrighty, that wraps us up for that one. So let's get a Ramwick Race 8, the Surround Stakes, run over 1,400 metres. Interesting race. Yeah, I've gone something big here and... I'm knocking it purely... Oh, I'm not really knocking it. I'm just going something at value just because I'm not sure how Espiona and Fangirl will go in the heavy track. Um, so I'm going four moves ahead, 23s and fives. That horse is um, the biggest trap on the planet. Oh, I know. It is the biggest trap on the planet. Every single time it gets backed, it gets backed every time and does nothing. It's Well, he has had bad barriers, so I'm willing to... What's his barrier now? 18. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's another shit barrier, but... Another excuse. Yeah, anything could happen. Um, Espiona, I, I, I think James McDonald lost her that race. Um, he just didn't get a go, and he obviously thought it was the best horse in the field. Would she probably arrogant, probably, arrogant yeah, ride, arrogant ride? Probably think she is the best horse in the field. Fangirl was very good, um, but yeah, but Espiona both have a wide track, and Fangirl have a wide, uh, wide barrier. Yeah, yeah. So, and I didn't want to take the shorts on that because they're both not known on the wet ground yet, so it's an unknown. So. I'm willing to go four moves ahead. He's shown, proved himself on so, like a soft sevens and um, heavy track. So he, I think it was his heavy win was on debut and it was a three length win. So fair enough. I'm willing to have a little each way bet on four moves ahead as long as he doesn't do me in. <laughs> uh, honestly, I reckon after this weekend it's going to be a never again horse. Yeah, probably. Well, he showed so much promise. Always does, but just yeah. never, never ever delivers. Up. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to stick with Espiona here. Uh, the two, I know it's $2.10. I was honestly trying to find some value, see if anything might be good at each way. But everything that's all right each way, I thought, has drawn poorly. Yep. Like, I did look at four moves ahead. Um, there was one of my favourites is in that field. Um, Zuzarella, big oh, fan yeah. of that. Yeah. But that's drawn 17. So, I honestly, I think Espiona, it gets out to 1,400, which when it had that sick flank win down at Flemington straight, uh, down at Flemington, that was over 1,400. Soft track as well. So he's actually had two wins on the soft. So I think reading at that, it looks like he should be able to handle the wet track. Um, an extra suit 200 is going to suit it really well. Yeah. So I'm happy to take the 210, um, surely because I think all its other rivals have drawn even worse than what she has. Yeah. Well, she is she's a very good horse. Um, I'm... Yeah, I just didn't want well, to the, you can't hype it up that much without it being yeah. And so that fangirl, well, I think, I think fan, well, Chris Wallace said fangirl is going to be even better over fourteen hundred. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, not sure. Yeah, um, I will. Yeah, I think it's probably. Yeah. I reckon you should. I'll be taking top tote. I reckon first Fiona. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right because you probably get a better price and. All right, I'll lock in top tote. Yeah, actually, no, I take the fixed top, <laughs> top tote locked in. <laughs> All right, it's time for our new segment, the Let It Ride segment. Ooh. So um. We got a little play this thing. Yep. All right. Let it ride. I am starting off with this let it ride. I set her before and I think she's a very good chance. I'm going Colette to place at a dollar forty five. Um, I wanna lock it in now because she's gonna be going shorter, I think, before the jump, especially if this heavy comes in. So I think she's a very good chance. I don't she hasn't well what are the um, stats on her with soft and heavy. I think she's hasn't come out of the top three, to be honest. I yeah. Could be completely wrong. Yeah, she hasn't even come out. Oh, she has, once. So I'm willing to risk that. So Colette, dollar forty five to place. Chuck it on. Let let it ride, baby. Beautiful. I think we decided on twenty five each. Was that? Yeah. We'll do, we'll, so 50, 50, fifty bucks. Yeah. So that gets us about twenty five dollars profit. Yeah. So you know, you've got to start small, build yeah. it up. And once we get a little sponsor on board, we will might rename the Let It Ride to whatever they want. And mm-hmm. then we might get a little bit of juice. Colonial. Yeah, Colonial. Colonial Let It Ride. If you're listening, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So now let's head to Caulfield with the feature being the Blue Diamond Stakes. The rail out to a three metres, which could lead to a slight bias to the on paces, yeah. as Caulfield usually does. Rated a good four. However, there is a little bit of rain. But a sunny 27 shows it should probably stay a good four. But at worst case, possibly a soft five. But yeah, I think I, it's going to be a good yeah. four. I think the track people are going to... They're going to be bloody... They're bad. always... Caulfield's one of the best drainages yeah. in, in Oh, yeah. Australia. Drainages down into the inside lane. <laughs> Just ask Peter Moody. Yeah, ask Peter Moody. Oh, well, that's what happens when they write yeah. water at the morning up. Yeah, Oops. true. Um, well, anyways, I'm going for this race. I didn't turn it. Oh. Yeah, so Caulfield race for the Armanesco Stakes, which is run over 1,400 metres. Uh, you yep. want to, nah. may as well go, mate. No, you started off because I know that she's probably one of your favourite horses. It is one of my favourites. I've backed it twice on the podcast and had it as my best bet one week, and it came last, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but then it, it bounced back and got up at eight dollars fifty first up. So that is number four Argentia two dollars seventy. Uh, another short pricer, but at the end of the day, they're that price for a reason because they're going to win. Um, one first up eight dollars fifty. I think she can settle a lot closer here. I think she got barrier one. So I, I prefer to be in the top four or five in the field. Possibly, you know, as long as she's not uh, further back than three three on the three pegs on the inside. Um, if she can show that textbook 
turn of foot, I think she's going to be extremely hard to beat. Yeah, I found her... I'm going the same. Um, the only issue I did find is that barrier. I just hope they can ride her a bit closer to speed. Um, yeah, Craig just, Williams, isn't it? Uh, I have no idea who's on board, actually. I just, yeah, I just don't know how good she is tactically. Um, but, geez, her first up win was... Incredible. Awesome. And it, her trainers were sort of knocking her first up. Mark Zara, sorry. Yeah, um, just knocking her first up. So, geez, she must be something special if they think... No, we're not going to that first up run. Yeah. Um, and I, I read an article today. They were talking about tacking it over to Sydney to go yeah, up against yeah. Espiona and stuff. Just didn't want the wet track. That's what yeah. they said. Didn't want the wet track and also want to look after her because yeah. they reckon she's going to be a star. Yeah, that's good. So that's a good sign. One at odds I did like was yearning. Um, $17. She's a group one winner last prep. So Cracking horse. I'll be chucking her in your exotics. I don't see much else in that field beating no, that's a problem. It's just not a very good deep field. That's yeah. why I think they've they've chosen very wisely here. Yeah, so it'd be good for a CV anyways. Yeah, beautiful. All right, Caulfield Race 5, the Petty Young States, run over 1,800 metres. Um, who are you going here, Tyler? Cascadian. Oh, I had a feeling that was going to be the case. <laughs> Exceptional run first up. Ollie has given him um, big raps this week as well. I've seen a couple of videos on racing.com. Um, he's saying he's only going to improve off his first run, and his first run was very good. And he was in the worst part of the track as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and once he steps out to two thousand meters, he's going to be a big threat. So I think two dollars sixty is a good, um, good odds. The only one I said, call sign Mav was good last start. Very I'm not, impressive. I'm not sure if Earl's words in this. Um, I think it is race, but yeah, I think Cascading is a good chance, and I think two dollars sixty is a fair price. I wouldn't want to go any lower than that. Yeah, I think I think you're about right. Uh, I haven't gone it because uh, Cascadian can just pop up for that big run, but then goes missing a little bit. Yeah, constantly does it. Yeah, so I did it last prep. I remember back to a couple of times. So I'm happy to, to let the two dollars sixty go through the keeper. I'm gonna back in, and this one here, as I talk took poorly of one horse, number three, shared ambition. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> it's just too good odds to ignore. Eleven dollars. Um, he's always been around the mark for a very long time. He's closing in one million prize money. Um, he loves Caulfield having two wins in a second before last start, missing the start and coming out last yeah. by quite some distance. So obviously you've got to forgive and forget that one. Um, I think he's well overdue for a win and I think this is a cracking opportunity for him. Yeah. Uh, 1,800 metres at Caulfield, I think you know everything's really lining up for it to finally... Yeah, good second up record as well. So. Yeah, yeah. And into 950 as well, so that's sort of a good sign. Yeah, that's a beautiful sign because I only did these about four hours ago, so yeah. even better. Yeah. All right, let's go to Caulfield Race 6, the Furichi Stakes, which is run over 1,400 metres. I honestly reckon this could be the race of the weekend. Yeah, or... No, nah, I think Blue Diamond's going to be one of the... Yeah, okay, yeah, Blue no, Diamond. Oak, no, Oakley Pate, Oakley Pate will be by far the best. So oh, there's only one thing we win. Yeah, well, we all think, we think that. But, we know it. But there's so many good horses in that. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to Fane. Um, to Fane, sorry. Um, $2.80, impressive first up run. Um, that surprised the rider and the trainer. They did not expect her to win um, first up. She's only going to improve off that as well, so she'll be very hard to get past. And drawing the inside will be a big help. I'm Thunderstruck is a danger, but I'm not sure how he is with his fitness. Um, his yard knocked him first up. Um, he did ran on well uh, last race. Um, him in him and Inspirational Girl were very good. So I'm surprised Inspirational Girl hasn't come here because I think she would have been a good chance. Um, but yeah, I think the, one of the main dangers in this is Mawanga. 
So well, I agree. Jimmy's looking at me. I agree. Raising his eyebrows. So I'm taking a hot tip that Mwanga is Jimmy's bet. <laughs> I reckon you might be right. <laughs> yeah. So Tapani Chittles, Eddie. Happy, happy to take the shorts on it. Lovely. I'm your number three, Mwanga. Five dollars fifty. As Tyler said, crack and race, Tefane and I'm Thunderstruck, definitely the main dangers. I've been a huge fan of Mwanga. Um, last prep was absolutely super. Beating very elegant first up, and that's a, always a nice yeah. draw. Um, and then finishing fourth in a Cox Plate. Gets Jamie Carr aboard, gets a really nice barrier draw, should get a really nice run in transition. And I think $5.50 is a great bet. So yeah, we, um, Off the wing stakes as well, so 1,400 metres was another remake of his prep yeah so, could so be on. yeah i think and he he, he showed he didn't mind running around um the victorian way as well yeah so oh, oh there was a good race that he ran in and he got pretty close incentivized he was knocked off incentivized yeah that's right he was only point, yeah point three of a length off incentivized yeah so that's very good um, great form on. yeah all right the feature of caulfield the blue diamond stakes over 1200 meters that is race seven uh there's no point really asking Tyler this because I know exactly what he's going to be going for. Open your ears, listeners. Lofty Strike, $7. I backed it last week in the... What would you get it at? Oh, I can't remember. I got it at... $6.50, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, but I, I did say if he draws a good barrier, he's going to go shorter. And he just... I think he Draw poorly, yeah, 13, he did I think. draw poorly, 13. I think he opened up at sixes yeah. or something like that. And the, the market just didn't look at him. But I find... The wide barrier in these races, especially because he's so versatile as well. He's good up front. He's good at the rear. Like that showed in his first race, he sat behind the speed and went past English Riviera. And then his second run, he was sitting back and he absolutely flew home. Um, and I did say he's only going to get better out of Bend and he absolutely proved me right. And Blue Diamond, Grand Final, this is going to be his race. The one, or well, there's two that I find are the dangers. Revolutionary Miss is the first danger, the big danger that I see. Um, impressive sectionals. Her last 200 was the fastest of the meeting. Um, and her runs in Rose Hill, I think it was, she ran fast sectionals there as well. So yeah. she's going to be storming home. I'm just, I'm, I don't know about the speed map in this because they are two-year-olds, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, but she drawn, she's drawn pretty well as well. And she, I think she's 11s. I think. Yeah, I think it's definitely overs. I was, I was thinking the same thing. Last time, well, last time I checked, I think it was around 11. I could be wrong. And the other danger is... Uh, $6.50 yeah. now. <laughs> $6.50. Revolution Miss? Yeah, what was, what did they open up at? Uh, $8.50. $8.50, yeah. Well, even so, if someone got $8.50, that's some good money. The other danger is the favourite. Um, has a quick turn of foot, but the issue is him getting out of the barriers. He doesn't like to jump. Um, they were praying for, a, uh, I think, between 10 and 13, and they got that barrier um i seen a video from their yard saying they've um, had a little practice with him going out of the barriers and apparently he pinged out the barriers so hopefully he does ping out the barriers because get stuck mo- wide yeah stuck wide and then um lofty can get a bit of a sit behind him and just roll off and just take the win yeah please <laughs> that'd be very very good oh, view. bloody love it if lofty strike wins um so I'm going Caulfield Race 7, the Blue Diamond Stakes. Oh, whoops. I don't know why I just repeated that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going number four, seven Ack, $7. Oh, yeah. Horse that ran with a stiffy pre-race. Yeah. How can you go past it? It's very gym-like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
I was honestly very impressed with how it ran, though. Like, it won with ease and... Um, so it wasn't much in that field, though. Yeah, but he won so easily. Yeah. Like, I, the moment that race finished, my old man come to me and said, black book it, because that yeah. was unbelievable. And I agree with him. I think Barrier 8, he's going to get one of the best runs in transition, so he should be, he should be sitting handy there, probably fourth or fifth, hopefully. Um, and he'll be right in the finish. And I think um, at $7, I think I'm very happy with that. I reckon it's... Yeah, well, I know, I'm pretty sure John McNeil had the choice between um, Similian and um, that horse, so he has chose that horse, so... That's a positive. Yeah, big positive, but then again, Ollie's gone on the other one, so you don't lose anything. But the one thing that really persuaded me with Lofty Strike as well, Jamie Mott. Jamie Mott hasn't won a group one before, and he said this is his absolute best chance he's ever had with yeah. winning a group one, and... I'm super confident on this. I'll be oh, throwing, good luck to him. I'll be throwing some big money on it. Yeah, fingers crossed for you, mate. Yeah, I'll be getting. I'll be taking the sevens right now. I reckon. I think you're probably right. I think sevens is a good good value there. Yeah. All right, let's go to race eight at Caulfield. The Oakley Plate ran over 1,200 meters. Uh, this is the second or 1,100 meters. Sorry, it's um the one of my favorite races of the year. I remember about three years ago. I think Booker. Got up oh, and won at about twenty three, twenty four to one, and that's one of my favourites of all time. Well, last year's race was really good. Celebrity Queen and Paul and Sky. I think they drew. Yeah, yeah that was drew, right. So and then the year before, I think, um, oh, on pace, uh, stole the race. Can't remember. Bella Bella. No, that was Bella. What was Bella Bella's race? That was that Mooney. It wasn't a great horse, but it just always used to steal steal these races. I can't remember. Doesn't matter. All right, uh, Tyler. I think you and me are on the same horse here. Yep. Wild ruler. We, I'll, I'll let you go. We are both on the same page purely because we've both seen his trial. His trial. He's been trialing two the, trials. Yeah, trialing the house down. Like he's been under a hold and winning them impressively against some good opposition. Unbelievable opposition. Yeah. Even uh, all being it is a trial. Like you can't be taking too much of a trial. Beat Nature Strip. Nature yeah. Strip. That was one of the best and, runs you've seen in a long time last yeah, week. And Nature Strip is a trial king as well. So yeah. He loves to win. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very good first up record. Uh, Never missed the top two yep. from five cracks. Last prep, he lost to Nature Strip first up. Another big tick. Yep. The only issue is he's given off weight to the likes of Marabi and, and Minaj and um, a few others like Oxy Road and stuff. Yeah. But the one thing that ticked me over the edge was how much speed's in this race. Like you got Oxy Road, Jonka, Malkovich, General Bo, they're all genuine leaders. So yeah. they're all going to be having a big battle. I know Marabi's drawn the inside, so she's probably going to get it. But I know Oxy Road and Jonka and Malkovich are all going to be vying for it. They're all going to be pinging their so get a, Barrier 6 gets a magnificent sit. Yeah, so that opens up to Minaj as well. I, I Last season, I said Minaj is something One of your favourites, yeah. One of my favourites, and it was tough for me not to pick her, but I don't think she just doesn't have the class of what Wild Ruler has. Wild Ruler is a special horse. And, good track as well. Yep, yeah, good track. And they are prepping him for this race. So he's there. he's ready to go, ready to go. The Snowdens will have him ready to go. So I think eight dollars fifty is way overs. So the only issue is just giving a little bit of weight off to the young. Uh, That's the, other the horses. only, only thing. But I don't take too much into account with weights over the short distances. Races, so I'm and, bullish, eh? I'm honestly, I can't believe we're getting eight dollars fifty. Yeah. Well, I got. Th- oh, I was messaging you the other day. Thirteen. I got thirteen before so before the barrier Tuesday, lease. Yeah, Tuesday night I got it. Yeah. Nah, I'm with you. Wild world all the way. I'm. I'm. I reckon I'll be having a fair dip of that. Yeah. Good barrier as well. Another tick. Yeah, Barry Six will sit. We'll get a nice sit just behind the speed, and he'll pull out with about four hundred to go, and they'll be going hammer and tongs, and he'll just run straight past them. And I'm not just predicting a win. I reckon two lengths. Yeah. Well, all depends on how 
quick they go. I do think they're going to go quick. I do think he's going to win. Like that's the best thing about Marabi. Marabi has been pinging out the gates, maintaining that speed, and then having a turn of foot. Yeah, and he's just like making a mess of the field. Yeah. So this is the first time he's had come up against some real proper opposition. Yeah. Well, his last race it was I can't remember who was in it, but he, he did. Was it, some it, it was good opposition. It was but, good opposition, but it's still not but, quite this yeah, level. Yeah, this one has like a way game, Menage, Roxy Road, Jonka, like all the top big dogs. Yeah. Even ingratiating. Ingratiating yeah. is big odds. Yeah, and that's over. Oh, the other one that's a danger uh, down the bottom there. Oh, it's been scratched. It didn't, didn't get, didn't have to go. I thought Pelé was meant to run. Oh, Polelli. Yeah, Polelli. Uh, yeah, I've seen that in the um, futures. She was. Yeah. It's meant to run with like 51. Yeah, so... So, oh well, don't yeah. have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, my, one less one I have to beat. Yeah, my two will be, well, my three. I'll be Wild Ruler wins, Minaj second, Marabi third. As long as the speed is on. If the speed is on, then Wild Ruler is on. Yeah, I agree. All right, that wraps us up. So uh, let's get to our best bets of the weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, where are you going, Tyler? Um, I found it pretty hard because I wanted to put my best bet as Colette and then I wanted to put my best bet as Wild Ruler. Just a curse, isn't it? Yeah. The podcast curse when we go double down. Yeah, it is. And then I wanted a lofty strike in there. But I've gone something out of that just to try and get the units up. And that's Mars Mission in the first race at Caulfield. Um, there's, he was He's a black book of mine. He offered benchmark 64 grade. We're not doubling up on best bets, are we? No, nah, but I was almost going to go generation. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's come off a of benchmark. All being it's benchmark 64 grade, but he smoked him. I think it was like three or four lengths yeah. in one bar. Um, John McNeil has hopped off Generation as well. So I love seeing... Do you think he got hopped off or do you think Jamie Carr got well, priority? John, John McNeil, well, Jamie would have had priority last time on him. And why didn't he, why didn't he take her? I'm not reading into the jockey. I love reading If Jamie jockey. Carr comes into it... It's a big It's a big win. If, if Jamie Carr comes under the horse... I'm not reading into it. Yeah, well, it's it's a big win for anyone else. I'd, anyone else, and I agree one hundred percent. But when Jamie Carr is replacing you, I don't think you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I sort of agree with that. But yeah, because Jamie Neal is a quality jockey. He's a quality jockey, but, but not nowhere near as Jamie. Jamie Carr. But I just think maybe Jamie Neal had a choice between Generation or Mars. There's a chance. Yeah. And he chose Mars Mission, and then Mara Nusis was like, "Well, we're a big stable. Jamie Carr, jump on." It's a possibility. And the other horse in there I did like is Finance Tycoon. Yeah, I've backed that a couple times um, as well. So it has had a really good run first up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think they're the three dangers. It's a small field as well. Yeah. So $3.10 is a pretty good price to see what he's like up to this standard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Generation, big danger. But I think Mars Mission can topple him. Beautiful. I'm going to Ramwick Race 9, number two, Yee Yee. Six dollars fifty. Yeah, that thing. Yee Yee has had some of my money before. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good horse. I've backed it a few times now. Six dollars fifty. I'm baffled at this price. Follow this horse for a very long time. Very disappointing last time out, but I'm happy to forgive and bounce back on here. Gets a heavy track, which is going to suit big time, and two thousand meters, which is two huge keys for this horse. Uh, barrier draw is the only concern, but as long as it gets a nice run and transition, I think the six dollars fifty is a great bet, and I'll be having quite a bit on that. I reckon. Yeah, that's not a bad bet to be honest. Yeah, I'm pretty keen on that. Oh, actually, the one I do like in that, I did actually look at this race three Irish eyes, and I have that had that black book for a while. And once it steps out of two thousand, it's pretty handy. So, mm. well, a lot odds. And how's it going the heavy? Uh, well, he hasn't raced in the heavy, which is not not a very good sign. But two Any- from well. 
one win from the soft, one second from four, so that's not too bad. That's all right. But yeah. also a wide barrier. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, yeah, he loves a wet. So that's what that's what I was going for. If it's not a heavy track, then I might be in a bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, we never know. Hopefully, I hope it is because I've done all my form on heavy. Exactly right. We'll be we'll, we'll both be, be in a bit of trouble. We'll be stunned. <laughs> yeah. All right. Best value bet of the weekend. Oh, my value. What did I do for my value? My value, I did defibrillate. Oh, you're kidding me. We both did <laughs> we it. We both did it. Because we both looked at the same trial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 13s. And yeah. $3.40. Yeah, like six link win. Yeah, six link win. Uh, can't. Love Scorefield. Love Scorefield. Billy Egan. Yeah, 2,000 uh, metre record is pretty good. I just think he's over the odds. I, I think, think so too. Maybe he should be around eight or seven. Seven or eight. That's, what I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Not 13s and $3.40 for a place. Money. Jam, oh, I can't believe we both jumped on the same one. It's because we're both looking at the same. Yeah, thing. I know, <laughs> and that was so impressive. Six yeah. lengths well, was under a bit of a hold. It wasn't like it was pushed that hard. Yeah. Um, when you win a trial by six lengths, it's always you have to have some money on it. You're gonna have something on it. Yeah. So that'll probably get crunch um, from some serious punters, I reckon. On the last if it lane. gets crunch, get on for sure. Yeah. Get on for sure. But if you can get on it before, then get on it before then. But yeah, if, you, if you're seeing defibrillate you around that six or seven dollar mark, get on for sure because that means. We're not the only ones that are seeing what we're seeing. <laughs> All right, our final segment of the podcast, the Black Bookers. So um, I'll kick us off. So I'm going to go, first of all, uh, Zarastro, a two-year-old trained by Chris Waller. He's had two wins from three starts. He had a trial on Monday, winning by 1.5 lengths. However, was under quite a tight hold, um, powering through the line and giving the opposition nothing. I mean, he's got a huge future. And... Um, I'm happy to add it as my first addition to the Black Booker. Yeah, good, not bad. Don't yep. mind it. Uh, what about yourself, mate? Um, backed it last week, so pundits already know about it. And if they haven't Black Booked it from last week, then you're silly. No compromise. Um, his run was something else. Incredible. Unlucky. Jim didn't watch it, watch that race, and I told him to watch that race because he absolutely flew home, hands and heels, zipping through the pack. Zipping and zagging. Oh, absolutely zipping and zagging through the pack. He is so close to a win, it's not even funny. Um, I wish he was racing. I wish I were backing him up because he would relish the heavy track. And I think he'd be like a pretty good chance in probably that last race at Rambic in that 2000 meter. Yeah. So I'm surprised they didn't back him up. But yeah, I think you should be definitely throwing him into your black book. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my second edition is Crystal Pegasus, winner from Flemington Race 1 last week over 2000 meters. Timed it to perfection. It's just getting better and better. It's working through the grades. I think it's one to watch for the longer trips over the next 12 months, and it's currently 100 to 1 for the Melbourne Cup. So um, I, think oh, it's really? a, I think it's a great one to just look out for whenever it runs. I think it should be, uh, it's not going to pay huge amounts, but it always looks like it's pretty well, good. J Mac gave it a pretty good rap. Yeah, it was a bloody good win. I was pretty, pretty impressed. Yeah. All right, that wraps us up for the um, first week on the new equipment and week two. So um, I think it's a cracking weekend ahead. We've thrown out heaps of tips here, given out a few bit, bit more um, content. So hopefully you all like it. Um, and look out for the next couple of weeks if you've got a bit of coin and you're, or business and you want to throw it around some couple of young, yeah. inspiring young punters. Watch his face. Definitely watch his face. We're going to try and level up this season or this year we're going to try and level up. We're yeah. taking it a bit more seriously. Because we it. loved all this. We love it. It's fucking that good. Hence why we're here and the others aren't. Yeah. But, all Two right. big dogs. That wraps us up. So uh, remember, where's the line?